Do you feel like you have whiplash? It's an understandable feeling right now, given what the Federal Reserve has been doing. The latest and greatest from Jerome Powell and company is that, no, they're they're not going to move so aggressively in December. So expect that rates are going to be hiked at a lesser rate than people first anticipated. (laughs) Are you getting sick of these Fed tea leaves yet? Listen, you may be, but I'll tell you this. They are important to watch. If you're concerned about your savings, if you're concerned about inflation, if you're concerned about these markets, we're going to get into that. Plus, plus, wow, Democrats suddenly don't seem to be on the side of unions. This is politically difficult, is it not? Hello. Welcome to the program, everyone. I am Trish Regan. This is the Trish Regan Show brought to you in part by Legacy Precious Metals. We'll talk a little bit more when we get into the inflation issue, but... If you're interested in investing in gold, I encourage you, I encourage you to give them a shout at one 589 or go on to their website, LegacyPMInvestments.com today. Again, LegacyPMInvestments, one 589 So here we are, I get the Fed um, out with their statement, so to speak, today. He was out speaking in remarks, this is Jerome Powell at the Brookings Institute. And he is trying to address some of these concerns that people have about how aggressively they're going to move. I should point out that most market watchers thought that they would back off and we'd be looking at a half point interest rate hike in the month of December, as opposed to the 75 basis points. He basically indicated that that would be the case. Let me share with you some of the things that he said. Despite some promising developments, Powell said, we have a long way to go in restoring stability. He went on to say, thus, it makes sense to moderate the pace of our rate increases as we approach the level of restraint that will be sufficient to bring inflation down. So they think they're getting there. They think they're getting there. I mean, what, you, you know, you guys uh, managed to come down under 8%. And somehow that's, that's what you need. I, I think it's going to take a lot more. He went on, the time for moderating the pace of rate increases may come as soon as the December meeting. Hey, so much for the mystery in this relationship, right? I mean, you know what? Years ago, many, many years ago, it used to be that the Fed governors, you know, they didn't speak. There were all those, you know, ideas about, okay, what's in the briefcase? How is Greenspan holding his briefcase as he crosses the street? And then Greenspan started to talk some more, right? Remember the Greenspan speak, but that was effectively sort of in code. And over the years, you've had these heads of the Federal Reserve, you've had governors there at the Fed speak more and more and more, effectively taking that mystery out of the relationship, which I think is kind of a shame because now it's all about what Jerome Powell says. People think, okay, we know he's he's telegraphing this. And by the way, when they telegraph these things, they try to stay pretty much true to their words. It's not like they're saying one thing and doing another because they know that would really scare the mark. I mean, if I were them, and and by the way, I say, this as a journalist who wants all the information I can get, but I could do without all the chatter from these folks like Powell, who then feel they have to follow through on whatever it is that they're saying, because they keep getting it wrong. And they've been getting it wrong for a really long time. And I think if you look back through history, what you've seen is is that the modern Federal Reserve just consistently messes up every single time. And as a result, you get big bubbles and you get recessions and all the things that they're supposed to do, right? Iron out the fluctuations in the economy. They wind up in some way, shape or form, unintentionally helping to create. And thus we have the problem that we even have right now, which is why you got to think about protecting yourself. So a quick shout out to my friends at Legacy Precious Metals, LegacyPMInvestments.com. 
If you missed it, if you missed it, we had a wonderful little discussion with some of the fans of this program just the other day and the head of the company. I would encourage you, we're going to we're gonna be out with it so you can uh, look, look for that in the coming days. But it was a wonderful discussion that I loved having with all of you because as I keep saying, I have the smartest, smartest listeners and viewers in this business and you had wonderful insights and wonderful questions. So thank you for that. If you didn't get a chance to participate, I encourage you to do so for the next one. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Trish today. Again, it's LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Trish today, my name, and sign up because I will make sure, I will personally make sure you're invited to the next event. It's all free. You can ask me questions. You can ask the experts questions. And you get to hear from all of these wonderful viewers that um, I, I think we're all kind of in the same position in that we know there's this inflation. If you listen to this show, you know I've been pounding the table about it since summer of 2020. And we'll continue pounding the table on it because our leadership doesn't know what they are doing. Again, Legacy Precious Metals, you can call them at one 589 They can help you allocate a portion of your portfolio to gold or silver today. But this is the issue. You have a group of people in charge that are still so, and they're not supposed to be this way, certainly not at the Fed, but they're so concerned with maintaining their status and main power that I think they have really fallen asleep at the switch in terms of doing just the basics, the blocking and tackling that is needed to help and save the American economy. Thus, we're going into more inflationary times. I don't think the 50 basis points is really going to do it. On another note, uh, economic, the House is really pushing for this deal to get done with the railroads, that is, because Obviously, if you don't have railroads, you're going to have more problems in the economy. What's amazing to me is how so many Democrats have really led the charge on this one. We've seen that from Nancy Pelosi. We've seen that from Joe Biden. Don't forget, this was a deal that Joe Biden negotiated, and he's a little surprised. Hey, why aren't these workers taking it? There's a thread of irony in this because Joe Biden, who's supposed to be Mr. Union, Nancy Pelosi, they seem to be failing these constituents over and over and over again. I think back even to when Hillary Clinton was campaigning and talking to to coal miners and telling them how she's going to put them out of business. Effectively, they're going to lose their jobs in Pennsylvania because Hillary Clinton wants to make sure that we transition away from coal. These are not exactly selling points for that constituency. And I think when that same constituency, including so many of these union workers, whether it be railroad workers, whether it be truckers, whether it be coal miners, uh, any union job now has to look, think at the political class with some concern and with some fear because those folks that were supposed to be looking out for them aren't always doing so. And I get it. Look, I, I think there are a lot of overall issues with unions in general. And as a free market capitalist, I would like to see more power in the hands of the workers themselves and in the hands of the individuals as opposed to the unions, which, you know, take the money and then go fund Democrat political campaigns. There's got to be a better way. And perhaps this is shining some light on the real motivations of what goes on in Washington, D.C., and it's not always on behalf of those union workers. So with that said, on a happier note, my my own union worker, my own union worker, Fluffy, is off today. Fluffy is my little Maltese dog. I talk about him on every single show because I am so happy to tell you about a supplement that I found for Fluffy that has done wonders for him, for his allergies, making his coat even fluffier and silkier. Someone sent that to me the other day, having the right supplements, having the right nutrients for all of us as human beings and as dogs. 
It matters. It makes a difference. So I found Rough Greens. It was created by a former Army Ranger, wonderful guy. He's not messing around. Naturopathic doctor Dennis Black, who wants to make sure that his dogs are healthy. And he wants to make sure every dog has that same access to health, that access to nutrients. So this is a supplement. I just sprinkle it over Fluffy's food every day. Uh, my own little union worker, right? Taking his time off. But anyway, he, he loves it. He loves it and he's doing great on it. And so I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to tell you about it. And I encourage you to take advantage of a special offer that Dr. Dennis Black is running right now for fans of this program. You can get your free trial bag and get started on this. All you have to do is pay for shipping by going to roughgreens.com. Again, it's rough, get it? R-U-F-F-Greens.com today. And I think your dog's going to love it. I know my Fluffy certainly does. And uh, he's doing his part for the unions, as I said, with a little downtime. But I, I think that overall right now, there's a, an awakening, if you would, in America among some Democrats who are saying, wait a second, what's happening to my party? The party that was supposed to protect my economic well-being, my security, my job, my union job. All of that seems to be falling apart in a way. And I think it's significant. And I think as we go over the next couple of years, it's going to take on even greater significance, which is why the GOP, if they're smart, they're going to try and be prepared for this. They're going to try and make sure they have the right candidate to take these issues on. Because look, this is what you call low hanging fruit. (laughs) This is the easy stuff. This is the basic stuff. This needs to be addressed. We need to live in a country where we feel safe. We need to live in a country where the value of our U.S. dollars are always protected and we don't see a total decimation in the purchasing power of these dollars. And we need prosperous jobs. We need, we need jobs that pay well. It wouldn't necessarily be my first choice to, to go to the unions for that, but I'll tell you, somebody's got to start sticking up for the workers of America. And I'm not convinced the Democrat Party, any of these politicians, I am kind of over politics in some ways. I I don't think they can do it, but somebody's got to. So keep that in mind and keep the faith and I'll see you here tomorrow.